I'm Louise Potterton. In this episode, we look at the work of the IAEA's Office of Nuclear Security and its database on illicit trafficking. The database is the agency's information system on incidents of illicit trafficking and other unauthorised activities and events involving nuclear and radioactive materials. I spoke to George Moore, a senior analyst in the IAEA's Office of Nuclear Security. The database is really far more than a database. It's a data collection system, which we have established starting back in 1995. We collect data uh, from approximately 110 member states where we have national points of contact. The database has been in operation since 1995. Have you seen any main trends? For example, is there less to report or maybe more? Well, in the post-9-11 framework, uh, many countries uh, have employed uh, a lot of detection equipment that allow them to detect radioactive material, um, nuclear material, and so we have seen an increase in overall reporting numbers. We deal only in confirmed reports. In other words, when we publish data, we only publish data that has been confirmed by our member states. That data uh, usually runs on the order of a couple hundred incidents per year, and it's shown a slight upward trend over the last few years. When you talk about nuclear and radioactive material, what exactly are these materials? Where are they located? Radioactive material, and all nuclear material is radioactive material. We just categorize it a bit differently because it's used a bit differently. So radioactive material exists in most countries in the world, in either medical applications, industrial applications, and how can this material actually be, be smuggled or, or taken or stolen? It, surely it's kept in a very secure conditions. The security conditions vary. The higher levels of radioactive material are generally much better protected than the lower levels. And, for example, in many countries, even in countries which have very, we would say, almost underdeveloped economically, uh, radioactive materials are used for, for example, well logging or for inspecting pipelines in remote regions where you can't use a normal x-ray system. So materials move around those countries. They have to move in trucks. These are uh, not typically trucks that have armed guards or things like that associated with them. They're, they're commercial operations. So those things, sometimes the truck is stolen, sometimes the truck gets in an accident, uh, sometimes just for pure uh, inadvertence the uh, material gets misplaced or lost or stolen. Could you give me an example of, of an incident? For example, what is taken? Who takes it? What do they want to do with it? For example, there are what are called moisture density gauges, which contain radioactive material. They're very common now in industrial processes. They allow the contractors in large civil engineering projects to measure the moisture of concrete, how the concrete is drying, and that sort of thing. So there are a lot of these gauges. They move around. Uh, sometimes they're in a truck and the truck is stolen. Now, we don't know why someone stole the truck. They may have wanted the truck. We think that very seldom do they want the specific gauge. By and large, those get recovered, and we just don't know why they were ever stolen to start with. So sometimes the people, that the criminals that take this, this material, they are not really aware what it is? That's right. I mean, uh, one of the things that happens, particularly in, in some of the major industrial countries, these gauges... They come in a shipping container, which looks like a very nice toolbox. So someone may see that toolbox, and even though it's locked and secured to the truck, 
They may cut the lock off to try and get it because they think they're stealing some valuable tools that they can resell. Oftentimes we find that as they go down the road and open it up, find out that it's not what they thought it is, that they throw it out of the vehicle, and a number of these uh, are recovered from the sides of roads not far from where the vehicle was originally stolen. Are there also specific cases where people are taking this material because they do want to pass it on to criminals with, with terrorist intentions? Yes, we have seen a number of cases, fortunately not very many over the years, where people have material which they are trying to sell. They're trying to find a buyer for that material. Uh, that we, we really get concerned when, well, we get concerned about any of these, but particularly when that involves nuclear material, material that could be used for an explosive yield type device. How much of the material is actually recovered? Well, it varies from country to country. And one of the things that uh, when we look at our numbers, we try and keep track of how much is recovered. Uh, if you look overall at radioactive material recovery, the number runs somewhere around 35 to 40 percent. Uh, but for sources that are of a higher radioactivity, that number is a lot higher. It's probably more like 75 or 80 percent. Uh, that in part reflects that for the lower activity sources, there's maybe less interest in recovering those or less effort expended to recover them. But for the high intensity sources, a lot of effort is, is put into that. So the recovery rate is higher. But the other thing that we have to keep in mind is, although countries will report to us when something is lost or missing or stolen, they don't always report to us whether it's been recovered or not. You have around 1,850 cases in your, in your database. Do you think this is just the tip of the iceberg, that there are hundreds or thousands of cases out there which never even get reported? Actually, no. First of all, the material is much more tightly controlled. And let me illustrate the problem that exists for people who have some material and want to sell it. If I were to give you a kilogram of some drug, illegal drug, uh, cocaine, heroin, something like that, uh, and told you that you could sell it without penalty, most people would find some place uh, near where they live where they could sell it pretty quickly. If I were to give you a kilogram of plutonium or highly enriched uranium, uh, you would have quite a difficult time probably finding someone even to talk to about that. And that's why people get caught, because there's a, a, a good police intelligence and security intelligence group of people in many countries who are looking for people who are trying to find buyers for material.